0: Career competition is fierce. If you're a director, a VP, or an executive, this podcast is for you. This is the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast, and this is your host, Tim Madden. All right, let's get it started. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast with your host, Tim Madden. That's me. Hey, if you don't know me, I help those targeting six figures and multiple six figures to help find jobs they love quickly, and we go live each week inside the Executive Pro Network. If you're watching live now, let me know in the comments which is the fastest growing to my knowledge career network on Facebook. Check us out. I think we're at 67, 6800 members now. And um, obviously as well, you could be tuning into iTunes, Spotify. Do me a favor. This is going to be a really good episode. So if I bring you anything of value, share this with a friend who might have problems networking share this with someone looking for a job leave me a review on itunes i'd really appreciate it before we get started big congrats to two people in the ecu community so we had seven offers i think come in this week so far big congrats to lee who got a hundred thousand dollar increase she signed the offer and she said i still think it's too good to be true Uh, Lee, you deserve it. So I wish you the best of luck in your new search. A big shout out to was to Margaret, who also got a big increase. But again, right? It's not always about the money, right? How can you do? Obviously, we need money to pay for everything, right? We need money to live to send our kids to good schools to put away for retirement, maybe buy some real estate property, invest into some stocks or IRAs or 401ks or right. But really, Right? How do you find, for Margaret, it was something of really purposeful work, really good work-life balance and flexibility, and Margaret, I truly wish you the best of luck in your new career. If you need help in your career, we have 40 days left to get your competitive advantage on the marketplace when January 1 hits. You can go over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast to have a career, a conversation about your career that you've likely never had before. Super excited for today's topic, so let's get into it. Episode 18, how to network without sounding desperate. Oh, this is so bad. So bad. I don't know why, ladies and gentlemen, you do this to yourself, right? You think because you've had a successful career that you don't want to ask friends for help, prior people that you worked with, um, your previous boss, someone you went to school with, maybe getting a hold of someone who you know is hiring, right? how do we do that without sounding desperate? If that's you, I'm so glad you tuned in today because that's what we're going to talk about. Essentially, how to network like you don't need a job. So point number one that I want to make is knowing how to effectively do this is so important because you will never go without purposeful work throughout your whole career. Okay, Because being Being great at what you do is not good enough. Okay, if you're a awesome information technology VP or director to Fortune 500 firm, that's great. Hey, if you're a senior sales executive at you know Apple and you have big quotas and you have had a successful career, if you're a COO, VP, director, no matter what you do, being good at what you do is not enough to land jobs you love. Most of the time. It boils down to effective communication, the ability to sell your value. That is where most people struggle at the highest of levels. So if that's you, again, I'm glad you tuned in today. So let's get into it. Number one. Okay. So. I'm assuming that you've probably watched some of the previous podcasts where we talk about how to get in front of decision makers who can actually hire you, how to get it, how to get on networking calls, how to build an army of advocates if you're in your career search right now. So we're going to skip all that, but there's prior episodes you can check in to figure out how to get on these calls. So number one, when I'm approaching a networking call, okay? that I'm trying to turn into an interview. I'm trying to find out, is there opportunity there? Is the company hiring? Or maybe I know the company's hiring and I'm trying to kind of network my way into a job, right? The first thing you need to do, okay, is you have to do a little bit of research. More importantly, I know most of you are going to do that, but we're going to walk through that. You have to have a strategy. I'm a big guy who likes to have a strategy and a blueprint for no matter what I'm doing. Because without a blueprint and a strategy and a plan, how can you possibly be successful? Most people hop on these calls, try to wing it, nothing happens. And they're like, oh my God, networking doesn't work. Networking with decision makers doesn't work. Networking with people that I know don't work. It does, you've been doing it wrong. So let's go in to do your research, right? What are you going to talk about while you're on this call? Is there any common ground that I have with this person? Did they go to the same school as me? Are they in the same industry? Did they work at the same prior company, right? Check their LinkedIn. Do they have the same certifications I do? Have they previously posted articles that I can comment or read, or can I Google the company? Can I Google them? Do, is there information out there that I can bring up to shows them that, hey, you know what? I did do a little bit of research for the call. I'm assuming most of you already do that. The important thing I want you to do though, is talk about intentions. Okay. I'm a guy that before I get on the phone with someone, I'm going to set upfront intentions of what I would like to do in an ideal situation, which is basically, what do I want to get out of this call? Do I want to find out if the business is growing and they have openings? Am I trying to work myself into an interview? Am I just trying to build and establish my network for, you know, in the future when I might be in a career search? You have to determine your your end goal before the call. That's very important. I don't think a lot a lot of people do that. They come in, they don't have a plan, they don't know. They're just crossing and praying that the stars align and stuff works, which let's be honest, life doesn't work that way, right? So, make sure you set an intention like, "Hey, I know they have an opening. I have to get to the right person." That'd be a good intention for the call. Secondary intention? Hey, if they don't have a position open or they're not the hiring manager and I can't find the referral, is there anyone else that they can hook me up with while I'm in a search or trying to build my network? We'll get into that in a little bit. Okay. So, number two, do your research. Most of you already do that, but plan your strategy, which we're going to talk about now and send an intention before this call of what you would like to hope to happen. Number two, effective communication. You have to make sure that you prep your pitch and you know storytelling here is why that this is so important okay because we'll go to number three and then we'll come back to number two this call needs to be all about them if you're networking with someone you have to ask them a bunch of questions so let me give you an example okay if i just scheduled a networking call with someone who might be able to hire me or aid me in my search i'm going to try to make 90 percent of the conversation about them okay so when i approach that call i'm going to say ring ring hey jane how's it going Hey, I noticed you've had a very successful career at IBM, you, IBM, you've been promote, promoted several times. What do you think is attributed to your success? Hey, what kind of marketing programs are you working on right now? What big projects are you trying to complete before the end of the year? What are some of your 2022 goals? etc. right? This time I'm trying to learn more about why they like this company, why have they been promoted? What are they working on now? What are their challenges? But here's why I'm asking them that I'm going to try to tie in. How does my background support what they're talking about? So if Jane brings up, say I'm in marketing, I'm just using an example, right? If she's bringing up talking about paid traffic, Hey, we're working on really big paid traffic campaigns on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, et cetera. That's your, your way in to talk about where you've done that, how you were successful, And what some of the results were. Right. So as you're learning about them and asking these questions, you're tying in your background, how it directly relates to what they're talking about. As you notice now, I'm just sprinkling my value in as I'm learning more about them. Okay, this is very important because let's be honest. Why are you on the call? You want them to know that you're a successful leader. So when they're sharing stories about what they're working on, what their strategic goals are, some of those things, how can I tie in how my background directly relates to those things? If you need help doing that, we did a prior episode, right, that talks about how to get your pitch right and how you know storytelling. Because most of you are getting on calls, not presenting yourself as a leader, not talking about your results, not knowing the right questions to ask. So let me ask you a question. If you don't do those things, are you gonna if someone gets on the phone with you and you don't know really what they do, you don't know their value, you don't know it's been successful, even if you have a position open, and again, we're talking director, VP, or an executive, are you gonna talk to him about that position? Probably not. Are you gonna refer him someone in your network? Probably not. So being an effective communicator, being able to sell yourself, being able to have your elevator pitch ready, the questions you're going to ask ready and tie in previous stories and results associated with it is vital. Otherwise, you're not going to get anywhere on these calls and you're going to be in a job search for a lot longer than you should. The other problem that people run into, okay, is time. Time. You need to always be thinking, How can I take time out of the equation? So I'm going to go through some questions as we wrap up, but there are important questions that you need to ask every time you're on a networking call. But right now I want to talk about why taking time out of the equation. So busy in 2021, people are so busy. If they say they're going to give you an introduction to their recruiter, their COO, some friend who owns a company, et cetera. How can we make sure this is done sooner than later? So if he says he's going to do an introduction, or Jane in this case, right, the first thing I'm going to tell Jane is, hey, Jane, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Hey, do you think after we get off the call today, you might be able to introduce us both via email? Sure, Tim. Hey, thank you. I Really appreciate that. I know it'll only take you a couple minutes, right? How can I make sure when I get off the phone, if they're connecting me with a recruiter, the CEO, connecting me with someone, that I don't have to follow up with them for four times because they said something right? So how can we take time out of the equation? Okay. Hey, Tim, this is Jane. There's a couple people I know I want to connect you to, but give me a couple days to think about it and I'll get back with you. How can we take time out of the equation? Great. Hey, it's Thursday right now. Can we meet uh, together Monday at noon just to go over a couple of those contacts? Yes. Perfect. Here's a calendar invite. Okay. I don't wanna spend a lot of time following up. So if you haven't seen my podcast on how to lock down and control next steps, whether it's an interview or a networking call, okay, that's very important. Okay, number two, or wait, no, not number two, number five. So again, number four, how do I take time out of the equation so I'm not having to follow up 10 times, (laughs) right? Schedule the next event or ask them to do what they said they do at the conclusion of the call or the conclusion of the business day. Otherwise they will forget okay and then you'll think that they're ignoring you when they aren't they're just busy etc okay now let's always too as you're developing your strategy or your plan you always need to think about contingencies right i'm a military guy right like what if they say this what if things go wrong etc so here's some potential roadblocks that you're going to deal with on these networking calls send me your resume i'll forward your resume to hr Hey, Tim, I'll be in touch about that position. Hey, check out our career page, apply online. Guys, let's be honest. If the career page works and apply online, you probably will not be on the phone with them, right? But just be prepared that everyone you talk to is going to tell you, see what's available online. It's a part of doing your research, by the way, right? You should already know what they have available online. So how are you going to handle these objections when they say, send me your resume? Here's one way to handle it. Hey, Tim, send me your resume. Great, I'd love to. Hey, who are you going to send it to? Good question, right? Hey, I'm going to send it to Brad Simpson, who's the VP of Marketing. Hey, thanks. I appreciate that. Would you be able to do an introduction for me? Yes. Perfect. Could you do that at the conclusion of the call? i really appreciate it. I forward your, your resume to HR. We'll be in touch, right? Like, What are you going to say when you know these are coming? I would highly encourage you to practice these responses. Send me your resume. Hey, great. Yeah. Who who would you send it to? Hey, I'm going to forward your resume to HR. Great. What position um, are you considering me for? Or do you think I might be a good fit for We'll be in touch. Great. Hey, John, when would you like to be back in touch? It's the 18th. How about after Thanksgiving? Right? Be prepared for these roadblocks that you know that are coming, especially maybe you're doing a career pivot. Maybe you're pivoting. From you've been in marketing in the retail industry forever, and now you're interviewing at a tech company. You know what's coming, right? Hey, your background's really in retail. We're looking for someone in tech. What are you gonna say, right? So prepare for these roadblocks that you know are coming. You don't have your MBA, you don't have your degree, you don't, you know, you've never been in this industry, et cetera. Okay, wrap up. Here's the most important questions you have to ask at the conclusion of a networking call. Remember, 90% about them. Tell me about what you do. What's attributed to your success? Tell me about your team. What are you working on? What strategic goals, et cetera, okay? I've worked my way down. Now we're approaching the end of the call. Before I ask for anything, I always ask, how can I help them? Hey, Jane, before we get off this call, how can I help you? Are you trying to get connected to new vendors? Is there junior staff you're trying to hire? You know, is there any way I can help you? Are you trying to get connected to other people in our industry? Maybe, maybe not ask this key question. Next, Jane, what positions based on my background, right? Do you feel I'd be a good fit for that are open now or are becoming available in the near future at IBM? Be a key question, right? Or, hey, Jane, um, I was looking at your um, at the on your career website. It says you have an opening for a VP of communication. Who's the decision maker? Right? Like, how can I get a referral? How can I see what positions are open? These are some vital questions that you have to ask. Now, let's say worst case scenario, there's a, they're on a hiring freeze, no one's hiring, there's no opportunity, et cetera. At a minimum, you need to say this, hey, Jane, thanks so, so much. I'm sorry you guys are on a hiring freeze. Hey, I just have one last question for you. As I'm conducting a career search right now, who does it make sense to connect with inside of your network? and just pause and see what they say okay if they if these are directors vps and executives they're probably connected with other people those other people probably have needs as well so those are key questions that you have to ask every time you wrap up first see how you can help them and then ask those set of questions okay so let's kind of recap just the the general how to have a successful networking call without coming across as desperate. Number one, do your research, develop a strategy, and set the intentions. What do you want to get out of this call? Number two, make sure you feel confident in your ability as a product because you are about to pitch yourself to somebody, okay? And make sure you know the storytelling you know, framework so when they're telling you things they're looking for, telling you things they're accomplishing, you can tie in your background And tell them how you've been successful as well to brand yourself as a leader who can solve problems. Number three, make the conversation about them. Network like you don't need a job. Show value in someone. That's how you build rapport, by the way. The better you can build rapport, the more apt someone is to help you. Okay? As opposed to just, I'm looking for a job. Can you help? Probably ain't no one going to help you. Number four, take time out of the equation. Right? How can I get things done quicker? I gave you a couple examples earlier. Number five, be prepared for these roadblocks, right? The send me your resume, I'll forward you, we'll be in touch. What are you gonna say? What are you gonna say when they say you don't have your MBA or your PhD or you're switching industries, right? You know what's coming. Develop a plan so you already know, hey, I knew they were gonna say that, so I'm gonna say this. And number six, wrap up by asking those really important questions, which is the whole reason you're on the call, right? Remember, it's not only if you're in a job search that it's important to continue to network and collaborate with other leaders in your industry. I recently worked with someone named Blake, who's VP of Information Technology. And while he did get a big increase and he got a new job, when we did his testimonial video, he said, you know what, Tim, I got a new job and I make a little more money. But you know what the biggest value was? I'm connected now to 50 other chief technology officers that are super successful so that You know, if I ever have an issue that I've never encountered before, I can reach out to these people and they can aid me in, you know, helping solve my business challenge. Or maybe in the future, if I continue to nurture that relationship, there might be an opportunity of an upper mobility move in front of those guys. That's the number one conversation I have after people get jobs here that are our clients, right? They get new high level roles. I say, don't stop networking. Never at least talk to one person a week, grow and expand your network, have an army of advocates, so you never have to worry about a layoff that comes, budgetary requirements, companies are bought out, right? As always, hey, thanks for tuning in today. If you need help in your career, there's still time to get you on interviews in 2021, okay? We do free consultations about your career, where you need the most help, where you're struggling, develop a plan for you and tell you how we can aid you in your search. If you'd like more information, you can see countless people we've helped in every industry in America and across the globe. Go to execupgrades.com backslash podcast and schedule a free consultation and see if we can help you. Have a great day, everyone.